Sure, gang, eh? welcome back to yet another episode of After School is After School with your girl, Sis G.U. that you guys are well you know and that you're decembering safely and having a good time and feeling good and all that good stuff yeah this week i thought we would speak about boundaries so often we speak about how important they are but we like okay let me speak for myself sometimes it's easier for me to enforce boundaries with like others than it is with like another group of people you know i obviously think that the closer you are to someone the harder it is to put your foot down stick your ground and like find your voice and yeah i just feel like maybe you care a little bit more about maybe upsetting them and so forth and i'm just constantly having to remind myself that my boundaries have been put in place for a reason I was once someone who had no boundaries and looking back at it, I was actually a people pleaser growing up. Like I just wanted everyone to like me and I don't want to be on anybody's, anyone's bad side. And that even hindered me from speaking up for myself because I was like, I hate conflict. I don't want to do this. I don't want to upset this person, even if they have upset me or disrespected me or done me wrong. So it took me a really long time to like find my voice and realize that, "Mm, girl, That was only hurting yourself and not speaking up for myself um, back then. But then I realized it's a bit whack and that I want to be able to do me and that if you want to interact with me, you need to know how to do so. You need to know how to act. You need to know how to treat me. And I'm just not willing to compromise that. Like I've lived a life of being in spaces that I just did not enjoy being around people that made me feel off. Like I know what it's like to feel uncomfortable in spaces. And because I know what that feels like. I just vowed to never make myself feel like that again. Like, oops, I always say life is hard, right? So I want to be able to control the things that I can control, like the things that are in my power. I really want to use my power to make sure that like I'm good in those aspects. So for me, it's like life is hard. I don't want to be in weird spaces. I don't like to be around people. I like some people I just don't want to be around. I don't. And I don't even need an elaborate answer. Sometimes it's just like, no, dude, like, I just don't feel grand. I don't feel comfortable. Like, I, I don't know, feel like I have to change or I change, you know, it can be, can be a you thing. And that's like completely valid and it's okay. And it's like a boundary. Like, like, no, you don't get to, oh, and I'm, oh, men don't understand boundaries. It is actually the most frustrating thing. Like men do not understand boundaries or rather like, I don't know what world men live in because I've come to realize that a man thinks that he can do whatever he it is that he wants to you and then still have access to you. So for me, it's like, dog, if you're going to come and you're going to do, I'm not but like, you're going to do a number here. You're going to do a number. My biggest thing is I'm going to cut off access. Like you don't get to interact with me. You don't get to see me. You don't get to experience me, enjoy me. Like you have done something. Therefore there's now a boundary. Like you cannot like forget about me. Like you had the opportunity and you sucked. So now what? But like men, (laughs) men will take you to the top and still think they have a chance of coming back. And I know that has a lot to do with whether or not you have set the tone and made it very clear as to what it is you are accepting of and not accepting of. But for me, it's just wild that in the general sense, like men always just have this ability to, to, to try, 
you know, to try have access to you, to try speak to you, to try be in your life. Like a man can just do a maza and he still wants to be friends. And it's like, you have disrespected me just as a human being, like outside of being your girlfriend, your hun, or whatever it was, your bite, whatever, like whatever that relationship, whatever that relationship was at that time, whatever capacity we were experiencing each other in, like you disrespected me to a great point. Like you just didn't treat me humanely. Like I, I struggle with men because people feel like they can do whatever and say whatever and still have access to you. And like, to me, it's like, no, dude, no, I've had that. I love to give the benefit of the doubt. In giving people the benefit of the doubt, I've allowed for certain things to happen to me more than once, more than twice, failing to see that their actions are quite literally a reflection of how they feel. And that's okay. And also with having boundaries, I've learned that you can't take things personally. Like I, I also don't have boundaries because I'm the most hurt hunt in the world. Like there's nothing that bores me more than when you speak to someone, you're like, yo, yeah, like this is how I operate, you know, like that. I'm not cool with that. I don't do this. I don't whatever. Or you have certain views and be like, oh, who hurt you? It's like, no. Why is it that I have to be the most hurt hun to have like learned certain things or be aware of certain things? Like, can I not learn from the people around me, from the things that I see? Like, is that not a possibility? So that even bores me. Like you speak about your experience once as a honey's like, yeah, there. And she's like, no. I mean, maybe I was once hurt, but I've healed and I can speak on that. Like I can speak on things without being hurt and traumatized and like hating men. Um, actually, maybe I do hate men though. I don't know. We'll come back to that one. So um, we're assessing it. <laughs> also having boundaries in different relationships is wild. You know, like you will have one in a romantic relationship. You'll have boundaries with friends. You'll have boundaries with certain friends. I've even found in the past that like there were certain people I had to have specific boundaries with because they would cross that boundary unknowingly, you know, or maybe that was like something that was normal to them. And I was like, well, that's not normal to me. So I don't want to do that. Um, but for the most part, like everyone in my life now, I don't know. There was just like an understanding of the general, general sense of what my, I don't want to say there was a general sense of what my boundaries would be because like, there's no ways you can just like pick something like that up. But I think we all kind of function in the same way. So we kind of know what's cool and what's not cool. And then obviously the more we experience each other as friends, the more we learned like, okay, cool. Like that's not okay with like Nana. That's not okay with Lebu. That's not okay with Sibu. Like, Cat doesn't like this. Wandila doesn't like that. Like you learn, you learn these things. And I also think that when you are learning someone and if someone means something to you, you really do take note of what their triggers are or like just what upsets them. You know, if, if there's a boundary for my friend and she tells me like, Hey, like, I don't like this and this may hurt me. Like I will take note of that. I think when someone really cares about you, they will quite literally listen to you and not try to upset you. I don't think anyone who's in your life constantly upsetting you actually cares. I don't think someone you have to constantly repeat yourself to like cares. They don't care about you. So yeah, for me, it's like, if you tell me your boundary, I'm going to try my utmost best you know, to, to, to honor that and remember it because like boundaries are there for a reason. Before you create your boundaries, I feel like you go through so much. Like it's the aftermath. Like you go through all the pain, all the crying, all the rat, all the this, all the that. And you're almost like there's certain emotions I will not experience again. I will not allow myself to do that. Like, I know there was, there are certain positions I will never, ever, ever, ever allow myself to be in again. I know you can't say never, never, ever, because like you change as a person, but 
again, like those situations were just so against me that like even going into them didn't make sense. Like they didn't make sense. Like I felt like I put myself in certain positions and then I experienced the consequences, the ramifications, and then it was overwhelming. And I was like, huh? I don't want to ever feel like that again, you know? Or sometimes someone just make you feel a certain way and you're like, I don't want to allow someone who can make me feel like that in my space ever again. So I don't know, like my boundaries really just protect me and protect my peace. And I'm just not willing to give up on them. The whole point of this episode is to discuss how hard implementing boundaries is. Like it's hard, like you know what's best for you, but then I don't know, like the people pleaser inside of you still wants to like bend her back over. One of the things I've really struggled with or the areas in my life I've struggled to implement my boundaries in is celibacy. Like I started speaking about it to my friends in like 2018 and yeah, I'd always be on and off, you know, have my reasons for being celibate, have my reasons for breaking my celibacy. But like (laughs) there would be times where I'm obviously practicing celibacy and maybe someone that I had seen before when I wasn't celibate or who had experienced me not in my celibacy kind of doesn't not expect but obviously they have an understanding of how things have gone down and like what happens you know and there are times where I know I'm practicing celibacy but I also know that I could have a really good time you know and for the most part that exchange or whatever it is we're wanting to do is not going to serve me because I'm probably just not going to be disappointed but like I just may not be all the way pleased but Yes, I felt like sometimes in my celibacy, there was times where I was dying and then the slightest bit of attention that I was shown, even from people that I knew that I shouldn't be entertaining or shouldn't be doing anything of that sort with ever again, were like knocking. It it was hard. Like it choosing myself was hard for temporary pleasures and stuff. But you learn because and you learn through just making mistakes eh? and you learn through falling on your face. Like you learn through convincing yourself that certain things are a good idea or that this person is beyond this boundary and I should give them another chance and that they didn't mean it like that. And like, they're worth it or whatever. Like you learn through those things and you realize for most of the time that like, Hey, yo, that's not worth it. It's not worth it. At the end of the day, my boundaries have been crossed. I'm the person who now has to heal, who now has to pick up the pieces, who now has to do the work. And it's like, nah, I'm just, I should have certain rules in place that help me protect myself. Yeah, it's difficult, but it's, but also I feel like it's difficult with friends even, you know, because like, that's your homie, that's your girl. And it's hard to tell someone that like, you can't cross this with me. But I do think it's a conversation worth having always, like, especially if, if you don't have the conversation, you're only doing it just a disjustice to yourself and to the friendship, because this person will continuously cross your boundaries and upset you unknowingly, which isn't fair to them, you know, and you're going to be on the receiving end and you're going to be so... (laughs) going through the most and you don't need that learning to speak and tell people how you feel is so hard and let's keep in mind that I don't think people need to explain their boundaries like if I say I don't like this I don't necessarily think I owe an explanation especially to someone I'm like speaking to you know if the relationship is somewhat new because or actually ever Like my boundaries are my boundaries. And if I want to share why they are that way, which I think naturally happens in a friendship or a relationship over time, then I will. But like, nah, I hate when you say to someone like, yo, I don't like this or I'm uncomfortable with this. And they're like, oh, why is that? Do you want to? No, I don't. I don't want to tell you the story. Like if I wanted to, I would. And I'm someone who is so intentional, even with my words. So if I wanted to explain myself or explain the story behind it, I would have, but I didn't. 
So let's respect that. And also even me telling you that this is a boundary is kind of hard for me. Like it's very hard to be quite honest. Like it's hard sometimes with certain people to be like, yo. But again, I do think you learn to, you don't learn or rather you just explain these things or somehow explain your boundaries and speaking about your past and maybe your partner can pick up on that or you explicitly say that I have this boundary because ABCD, but you should do so because you're comfortable and because you want to give that information out, not because you're being pissed too. Like for me, there is nothing that puts me off more than someone who just doesn't someone who can't read the room like ah oh, i actually saw this guy yo guys <laughs> i saw this guy earlier this year and i have never been asked the questions he's asked me in my life like in my life in the capacity of the talking stage i have never ever been asked so we were at dinner and Long story short, he asked me if I had been sexually assaulted in my life or raped. And I was like, what? I literally, I could not believe it. I was like, what are you asking me? What do you mean by the words that came out your mouth? What is it that you're asking me? And why do you want to know this? And why are you asking me here? And just why? I just kept asking why. Like, I was in disbelief. I mean, he'd explained his reasons for wanting to know, which were that, like, I just want to know so that if this is a trigger of any sort, or that is a trigger of any sort, like, I want to know. And I was like, do you not think that that is something that would come out naturally in the conversation? Do you not think that I would say that when I'm comfortable or when I feel like there's a need to have that conversation? You know, like, don't do that. I even said that, I actually was gobsmacked. And one of my mates was like, bro, what if you, like, what if you were someone who was triggered by that question? You know, like what happens then? I'm at dinner now, I'm crying, I'm having a breakdown. Like, what do you mean? Oh, there is nothing that puts me off more than someone who just, I don't know, is almost like not entitled. And I I almost want to believe that he, his heart was in the right place, but like, geez, I don't know how y'all be talking to people or how entitled you are, why you feel comfortable asking certain things. So... Yeah. And I think like interactions like that for me are like, what? I don't want to be around someone like that. Like you make me feel so uneasy, like, and it almost feels like you can trigger me at any time. And maybe that's me just needing to heal, you know, but I don't think everything triggers me, but like, it's just like, you're just going to ask me about the deepest things at the most randomest of times or the most personal things. Um, and I don't appreciate that. But one of the hardest places, I think, I feel like I've said this every time I've opened my mouth, but implementing your boundaries with fa- your boundaries with family. Oh, oh, please. Also, just because like black people, like black families just don't see boundaries, you know, like they don't understand. Like you want some time in your room alone. Why? Why do you want that? Like, why do you want to do that? Why can't I just come into your room? Like you want some privacy. Why? Why do you want some privacy? What are you going to do with that? <laughs> like you have to explain yourself constantly and tirelessly. And it's like, what, what, you know, I'm very fortunate in that I'm 24 and my parents do understand how old I am and they understand me as a person somewhat. Like they know that sometimes I do retreat to my room just to be by myself, like regroup and so forth. But Sometimes I'm on like Twitter and I see people's stories about their relationships with their parents. And I'm like, that's, um, that's all sounding like it, you know? And it sucks that like you can be belittled or mocked when trying to implement boundaries and speak up for yourself. Like as soon as you're like, yo, this makes me feel like I, I will. Now you're feeling like you're feeling what and you're feeling why. And there's nothing more discouraging than that because for the most part, you normally or normally you live with your family. You know, these are the people you spend the most time with. And it should be one of the healthiest spaces, in my opinion. Like your family should be the best space to be around. Well, it should be that way. 
because if it's not, it can do so much trauma, like so much damage. I know finding your voice is hard and I can't necessarily speak to that because I don't know. I also only really like to speak on certain things once I've experienced them, you know, like I can't tell you, I can't necessarily give tips to anybody who's trying to implement boundaries within their family other than, ooh, maybe I can. When I communicate my boundaries and I'm like, I don't know, or if I'm ever scared to say something to my parents, what I used to do is like write them a letter so that I just wouldn't be there for the initial interaction or their response. Yeah, I'd write them a letter. Also, I feel like I articulate myself better when I write because I give my my words so much more thought. You know, I can go back, make it sound better. You know what I'm saying? Articulate myself, make, I don't know, just zhuzh it up and just truly get my points across. Whereas when I speak, I'm also sometimes very emotional. So now I'm speaking, now my voice is cracking and now I'm like, yo, I can't, I can't do that. So yeah, I wrote a letter kind of just being like, yo, I'm leaving Varsity. I'm coming home. And when I lived at home, I was 18 and now I'm 22 so yeah, I was 22 turning 23 and I was like, I'm a different person. I'm a content creator now and it's very different, but I do need space to be me and do me and just explore this new journey that I'm on. And they received it well. And I think they received it well because I wrote it well, <laughs> Duh. but also because I was respectful. And I think they could see that this was something serious to me. And I think that's what writing means to me. When I wrote to them, I was showing the severity of what it was that I was saying. So I don't know if that's going to work for anybody who's trying to implement some boundaries or just get your voice heard or whatever. But writing really does and has helped me. Also, don't let people gaslight your boundaries. Don't let people question your boundaries. Like if you say to someone, hey, I don't like this. And they're like, oh, why don't you like that? But that's not normal. Like you should. It's like, no, I shouldn't do anything. Hey, I'm telling you that it's a no. And therefore, because I said it's a no, it's a no. It's my boundary. I don't want to do it. No one should be able to bully you into doing anything or making you feel bad or less than or uncool or whatever. It's like, if you are not wanting to have sex until marriage and these niggas are talking a lot in your ear saying, hey, yo, but you bored. If you young. Yeah. And there's so many young girls who always say to me like, yo, I'm a virgin. And my partner says that I must prove to them that I love them via having sex. I'm like, what? No, that is a boundary. Stand firm in that, you know, believe in that. You believe in it for a reason. And sometimes you can even have a boundary that you don't understand, but you just know that it makes you feel safe and this is what you want to do. So even if you haven't had sex and you don't know why you haven't had sex and you don't want to have sex, it's a no. Nobody should be like, yo, you're so whack. Oh my God, we're all having sex. Like, no, nobody should say that. No partner of yours should pressure you into having sex to prove anything to them. It is something that will come from you and that's a boundary and I I wish I heard someone say this with the same conviction when I was younger because obviously I used to view certain things or like I don't know man I used to view my relationship with men with men weirdly like growing up I think that I'd centered men a lot in my life and obviously that alters your thinking and just the way you go about things as a person and even like it alters sex and how you view it yeah I used to do that and I just wish someone was like to me, sis, stop that. Like live your life how you want to live it, true to you. You know your trauma, you know your story, you know why your boundaries are your boundaries. You know what you are protecting, you know how precious you are, you know how worthy you are. Protect that and that's okay. Don't let no one make you feel crazy for protecting yourself. Like that's the least you can do, you know? If you can't stand up for yourself, who can? If you don't know how to love yourself, who will? So do that for you. And if someone's talking crazy, they talking crazy. And that's that. 
And also keep in mind, people who can't have access to you hate your boundaries. Like hate your boundaries. People who can't go about a relationship in a manner in which they want or at a speed at which they want, or just the people who want all the access to you. And you're like, dog, nah, they hate it. They hate it. No one is going to like a rule that's put in place to keep them out or for you not to share certain parts of yourself. And that's okay. And they're going to hate it and they might make you feel crazy. And you're going to be like, okay, well, you feeling crazy from outside of the club. All right. <laughs> and you're going to stay there. And again, I don't always feel like this with my boundaries. Like there are times when I'm so firm in them and I'm like, I said, I ain't going to stand for this. So I'm not standing for this. And then there are times where I'm like, yo, I know I didn't say that I'm not standing for it, but like maybe because it's this person and maybe like that. No, it's a no, especially if you've articulated your boundaries, you should respect that and honor that, like honor yourself, honor your choices, believe in your choices. Believe in them. Believe that you've made your boundaries for the right reasons. Know that you're not crazy. You're not doing it to just like block people off. Obviously, like, I think implement your boundaries healthily. Like if you just, I don't know, dog, you just have like a million boundaries, like also unrealistic boundaries that just hinder you from experiencing people and living. I don't necessarily know about that, you know, like don't try completely protect yourself with boundaries and hide yourself or protect yourself from the world. Cause that's not going to happen. You know, life is life. Things are going to happen, but I honestly think that your boundaries exist for a reason. You are protecting or yeah, no, protecting is the word. Like you are honoring a certain part of you. You're protecting it. You're giving it time to heal. Sometimes it's that. Like boundaries also change. My boundaries a year ago aren't the same as my boundaries now. And they change all the time. I just, it like they cater to me and what it is Google needs at that time. And sometimes I put a certain boundary in place to allow a certain part of me to heal. Yeah, like I want to just heal grand and have no disturbances and not interact in that space and not give too much of myself. And that is okay. And once that part is healed, maybe I'm more open to certain things. But yeah, I think that's what I have to say in some boundaries. I had quite a lot to say. Draw up some boundaries. It's also kind of hard and sometimes you don't know. But I say let the feeling guide you. Like there'll be certain interactions where you know you feel uncomfortable, where you know you're not okay with that. You know, you know you're not okay with that behavior or being made to feel that way or making yourself behave in a certain way because someone's around like you know you can feel it and take note of that feeling and then try and unpack that and be like why did I feel like that like what was that interaction what was said and then kind of come down to be like okay maybe I don't like it when people do this or I don't like this kind of person around me or I don't like someone who makes me feel like this or whatever it is it's a process also learning your voice and hearing your voice is hard I've really learned to do so through trauma <laughs> Um, I had a lot to unpack, I think, at a very early age in my life, but also silence. Like I really did detach from a lot at a point in my life and I was just alone for the most part. Yeah, I really was alone and I just learned what my voice my inner voice sounded like. And I think it's cool. I think I can now like decipher my different voices. And I know I sound so crazy right now. Like I can decipher my different voices, but like I can tell when my self-doubt is speaking or it's my anxiety or like it's a good quiet voice, you know? And sometimes I think it's God, but I've spent a lot of time with myself. So I know what I sound like and I know how I say certain things and where they come from. Or I spend enough time with myself to unpack those things, even if I just don't understand them immediately. So with my spaces and energies, I'm I'm like, I'm the same. And I want to honor that. Like, I know what I feel and what I feel is real to me. And I'm going to respect that. I'm going to respect me. I hope y'all good. And y'all implement some boundaries today. Bye, gang.